crazy. Thanks for here. All right. Next Tuesday on the tennis ball. What is a pregnant chant? Hi, I'm Kurt Loder with an MTV News Brief. The queen of teen, Britney Spears. Welcome to That's What We Called Music, uh, our song-by-song review of the Now That's What I Call Music series. Uh, I'm your host, Kendall, with always, for all my life, my wife, Molly. Hey. Uh, And and then we got my sister-in-law, Sarah. I'll always be there for you, too. Thank you, Sarah. (laughs) And, uh, And returning guest... Joe. I don't know if I could say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this week we are talking about All My Life, in parentheses, Casey and JoJo song. I don't think I found this anywhere on the internet that didn't include the in parentheses, Casey and JoJo song. Like, I, I think that's actually part of the title. Um, so this was from the album Love Always. Uh, let's see. Um, it samples Paul Anka's 1983 hit, Hold Me Till the Morning Comes. I didn't steal your fact, did I? Okay. No way. Um, let's see. Released March 17th, 1998. Uh, let's see. Look at the charts here. Um, got to number one on US Hot 100. Number one on Hot R&B slash Hip Hop songs. Um, UK singles, it was number eight. Switzerland, number four. Sweden, number four. Oh, I got it. I don't usually go into the European countries because U.S. is all that matters and sometimes U.K. But there, this one didn't chart on very many charts except for the Billboard and the hip-hop R&B. It didn't, believe it or not, it didn't chart on the modern rock charts or anything like that. Oh. Um, so what's the... Uh, what's it wasn't, the on the, wasn't on the Latin pop. It wasn't on the Latin pop, yeah. <laughs> Together? Okay. It could have been, been after... Uh, Spice Girls were. Okay, so uh, f- uh, former Jodeci bandmates Casey and JoJo scored one of the year's biggest hits with this classic love song. Their vocal harmonies are breathtaking, and their visual appeal seems destined to take them to the top. Their visual appeal? Okay. It's like, they're hot. <laughs> <laughs> Any facts? Uh, yeah, JoJo wrote the song um, as a tribute to his seven-year-old daughter. So. You kind of get that vibe watching the video. Yeah, watching the video, yeah. yeah, you definitely can tell. It's sweet songs, really sweet songs. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's yeah, it's a very sweet song. I just realized that the last episode that we recorded, I was going to talk about the cover version by that weird Sweden person uh, of the Spice Girls song. Uh, yeah, uh, everybody should go listen to what was the song we rec- we talked about last Say time? You'll Say you'll be there. there. Say you'll be there. Uh, the cover version by uh, M by Mo with the O with a slash through it. Mur maybe. Monat or, or or yeah, I guess it's a Swedish letter. Yeah. But anyway, it sounds like um, it sounds kind of like a like a dubstep, uh, like it would be in a super serious movie trailer <laughs> for like the spice the gritty reboot of the Spice Girls movie, um, the Spice Girls movie. Um, Spice World too. <laughs> so okay. So now that I got that out of the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna include my cover talking about my cover thing in this beginning part, so that I don't forget. Um, 
Back so, to Casey and JoJo. So Casey and JoJo, um, the cover version that I found on YouTube, please don't play. Okay. It's uh, by Delilah Delief Ali. Um, and it's just a, just a straight up acoustic cover. Um, I think this song really lends itself to just a, just a real straightforward, like show off your vocals skills, um, acoustic cover. Uh, and unlike most acoustic covers, this one that popped up randomly on YouTube, uh, had some, had a decent like audio quality and stuff. So you could actually like listen to it, not just like feel sorry for the person in their basement. Um, not that there's anything wrong with posting YouTube videos yeah, of you recording in your basement. Yeah, why would you do that? Um, <laughs> I, I've been known to do that, but but sometimes watching these videos makes you like, okay, uh, is the stuff that I'm posting? <laughs> <laughs> but no, this this was this was just a really sweet uh, version. I mean, I think it's just a, a sweet song. Um, I liked that. It, and yeah, I liked that it was just a solo acoustic, just a real simple, some real simple finger picking and a. And a strong female vocalist, uh, but yeah, so yeah, check that out. Um, Joe, what do you remember about all my life? Um, I don't remember the the song. I, I remember the song, but it didn't come into my life until like years, a, a couple of years later. Okay. Um, but I just it was you know it's it's like it's a it's one of those songs like hopeless romantics can kind of mm. cling to if you think of it as a. Uh, as a strictly a love song, like in the, in the romantic sense, where I mean, more it can go both ways. It could be a song about your child, about your mm-hmm. wife, about a parent, so on and so forth. But I mean, it was just classy. Yeah, I have a feeling it was probably a big wedding song that year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they played it at my eighth grade uh, dance. Yeah, it's definitely a dancing yeah. song. I remember the song was huge. And I had a like one of my girlfriends was just like obsessed with it. That's my main memory of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any anything specific? Yeah, I definitely I definitely remember this song being played at dances. It mm-hmm. it, it triggered some sort of like angst in memory. <laughs> in me. I'm not sure exactly what it was because I don't have specific memories. The only thing I can think is, and I have no way of verifying this. But I think this song might have been on my Pepsi CD. What's oh a Pepsi God, CD? I remember the... I still have mine. <laughs> what is that? Like from Pepsi Points? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Was that like box ops for education? Like you collected them and then you got things? Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, except you, it's not educational? You drink... Yeah. It was like you drank the Pepsi, you had the coats under the caps. Oh, and you yeah. saved up the code enough of the codes okay. that you could yeah. make your own little mix CD. Yeah, and it was like the summer of two thousand, and so a a and a pop song from like nineteen ninety seven is probably like the appropriate li- or ninety eight I guess mm-hmm. is probably about how old most of the stuff was because it wasn't like the stuff you could choose from. They had like. A very short list of songs, mm-hmm. which I probably could verify if this was on that, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um, if if it wasn't this song, it was another similar song. But yeah, it was like you picked from like yeah this list of like forty or fifty songs, and you had like nine songs. It was when that ba 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 the joy of cola was the okay. jingle. Uh, yeah. I, I like I said, I still have the CD. I just remember about that CD. It was just like. I, I was at the time where it's like I wasn't really familiar with a lot of artists. 
Uh-huh. So I picked the artist whose names vaguely sound familiar, and it was like old Sugar Ray, like before Sugar Ray <laughs> went pop, and like Master P and M two M. Because yeah, M two M I think was on mine as well, and Master P I think was on mine. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds right. But I gave away my my CD in a White Elephant gift exchange <laughs> many years ago, so so I can't I can't guarantee. But I I might look up. We could do it. Maybe I'll do a bonus episode on those. On those. Uh, on that. Well, I know why I don't remember the Pepsi points because because we're a Coke family, Molly and I. Yeah, you know. that's true. Yeah, Coca Cola. So you don't remember Pepsi points at all? Not just... known. I do. I don't know. Okay, because because Pepsi points was a thing for like several years because it was like the one the one the first year they did it there were like you could get like a chair. Yeah, I had I had like yeah I was definitely a Pepsi. How fan. much did you have to drink? A lot. Like, each cat was worth, like, ten points, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was, like, two, like, like two liters were, like, ten points, and then there were, like, points for, like, if you got the boxes, yeah. the cans. Okay, I think I, I think I can remember how much. So, a 20-ounce was one point, a two-liter was two points, a 12-pack was five points, and a 24-pack wow. was ten points. I think he was into it. Um, yeah. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I mean, my family went through a 24-pack of pop every day or something like that, something crazy like that, or a 12-pack a day or something. Like, we went through a lot of Pepsi. Um, so then were you the only one collecting the codes, or was there, like, a family no, fight the on the codes? So, so for the first two years, it was a whole family thing. Because the first year, it was just on Pepsi. It was not on Mountain Dew. Um, and I got, a like, a beach chair... And I, I think chair. I think my dad got a T-shirt, mm-hmm. and then the next year they included Mountain Dew. My mom had, and I believe she still has, a Mountain Dew T-shirt. <laughs> um, and I got okay, and then yeah, and so then the next year, instead of points, it was it was a contest where you had to fill. It was like a, almost like a Monopoly thing. Where, but it was words from movie quotes. I remember that. Oh. oh, I would have been really good at that. Well, except for that it was like, yeah, it was like, you know, you had to get hasta la vista baby. God, and vista was the one was the one that, you know, that you couldn't find. Couldn't just find like it. just like yeah, McDonald's Monopoly. Like that, yeah. Um, and I got a poster from that. So that wasn't anything special. And then, yeah, the following year was when they did CDs. I think it was kind of. It was also it was kind of in that era like where Napster had fallen apart and there were and pe- people were kind of trying to find legal ways to download things. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah, that's so that's that. Now that we talked for twenty minutes about that, uh, uh, Casey and JoJo. Casey and JoJo. Yeah, I don't know this. This it's a sweet song. This song just it, it triggers something in me. Like I don't know if I sung it to a. <laughs> to a girlfriend, or it was at a dance where I was danced with somebody, or what? I don't know. And then the video also looked kind of familiar. It's one of those songs, like it's one of those songs that I definitely remember. What is definitely gets advertised on a lot of compilations, like now, like Monster yeah. Love Ballad. <laughs> right, yeah, definitely. And they're doing the scroll on, when they're doing the scroll, and you'll see they'll show the clips of the music video. Yeah. It's like it's all, and they have the one highlight of the show. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. I can see that definitely. Um, I think that. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's how a lot of these, <laughs> a lot of these songs are because because they're one hit wonders. Yeah. 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 Um, 
right. Yeah. Anything else? Anything else to say about it before we go into ratings or whatever? TRL rankings. Joe, as the guest, what are your TRL thoughts? Uh, it wouldn't do well on TRL. Uh, at least not like R and B. What I remember for uh, this time, like, like R and B songs like this, they made minor appearance appearances. Mm-hmm. But R and B, I. Don't remember like really would have ha- had like a real strong like R and B following until like probably like Destiny's Child. Yeah. So this might have like maybe with the the success of it, it wouldn't have retired. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would have made it to number one, but I could see it maybe at least making it to number five, and then kind of dropping off. Yeah. And how many how many days do you think it'd be on in the top ten? Uh, I could see it being maybe somewhere around like 25, 30 days, okay. at least with as popular as the song was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Sarah? Yeah, I agree. I don't see it being at number one, but I think it was probably on for a good at least like 30 days. Mm-hmm. Molly? Yeah, I agree with them. I think it wouldn't have hit number one, but it would have been on for about 25, 30 days. Okay, twenty five or thirty? Which one? If I'm keeping um, track, twenty seven. Track, but, but <laughs> I need a number just in case in the future I want to go oh, back and geez, listen. Oh, jeez, Mister Specific. I'll say twenty five then. Okay, um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it a peer pressure and say thirty days, um, because yeah, I I agree. I don't think it would have made it number one. I think it could. Well, actually, no. I'm not gonna say thirty days. It wouldn't have. This because the thing about this song is. I don't think it was ever, like, it stuck around, but I don't think it was ever, like, insanely popular. I guess it did get to number one. It says it went, got to number one, right? Yeah. yeah. Got, which I don't, I it must have been for, like, a week in between Spice Girls releases or something. Because I, I just, this is, this is kind of a, not as much as one of the songs we're going to talk about in a few weeks. Um, but it's, uh, it's kind of a, it's kind of a Wendy song. Uh, it's kind of, I think I explained what a Wendy's song was on a previous episode, but like a song that plays in the background at Wendy's, but nobody actually like goes out of their way to listen to. Um, so I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say five days. I think it was in, it was at 10 for five days and never, and then, and then went away and people moved on i don't know i'm looking up at the charts right now like for the end of the year billboard hot 100 for that year it was number seven so yeah but yeah i still i don't know it's my opinion we don't have to be educated on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh yeah um i'm getting the wrap it up signal from my (laughs) wife um uh you can find me at k hallman on twitter and uh, KendallCast.ninja. Listen to the podcasts on the KendallCast iTunes feed or the podcast feed of your choice thing. Um, don't look for them on the internet, but you can find Joe on, on Facebook. Give him your social security number, Joe. 8675. All right. Oh, wait. I gotta do my sign-off. Uh, I've been waiting all my life to talk about next week's episode. <laughs>